Hey, are you ready? Welcome to the Say Michael Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Say Michael Podcast, one man's attempt at business, family, and comedy. I am your humble and gracious host, Miguelito Michael Agbijan. What's going down? I want to give a straight shout out to um, producer extraordinaire, producer Simeon. What's popping? What's popping? Big day today. Big day. How you feeling? Why, why is it a big day? Uh, because one particular guy is gonna uh, get thrown out of office. Oh yeah, just see, look right now. There's only two conversations that are happening right now. That conversation that's happening right now are you either talking about Biden winning or Trump losing. Those are only two competition. Those are only two conversations that are happening. Happening right now as we speak. Do you, is that where are you at right now with it? Uh, I'm I'm on the fence that mine is gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like right now, you know, as we're speaking, Biden is up at two fifty three. We still don't know, you know, who's taking it, but actually, uh, when I, looked, I looked on Google a minute ago. He's actually at two sixty four. Whoa, two sixty four. So prepare yourself, my people. Prepare yourself. And look, for me, it's already been a long week. And, you know, um, this is a little unfortunate. I have an employee, and the one that y'all probably been hearing about already, who had the issues with his phone and, you know, little small situations. Well, unfortunately, this week he texted me. Actually, yesterday he texted me, and it was a long text. So I already know what that energy was when it was a long text. He has to explain why either he's not able to work anymore or something. But basically... We, you know, we had a busy day and before the day started, he sent me a text and he said, Hey, um, unfortunately I have to pay a lot of debt off and I dug a hole for myself. And, um, I have an uncle who like needs a lot of help in construction and he'll help me make more. I was seeing if I could put a pause on my employment right now until maybe January. Cause you know, I haven't been able to you know, buy my son anything for Christmas last year. And I want to make sure that this one is the best Christmas ever. And it's just something that I feel I need to do for my family and et cetera, et cetera. And I respect it. But see, here's the part I didn't respect is the fact that a, he's finding it. He's doing it through text message that already. That's an L you did it through text message. I get it. That's something maybe you should have like an actual, you know, uh, conversation about. So there's nothing like misinterpreted or misunderstood. And then he did it on the day of. So when I said, hey, are you going to be able to go to your appointment? And he said, I'm actually on the way to the construction site right now. I was like, what? You ain't returned none of my supplies or nothing. I was like, why you? Why are you going about it like this? But then either way, we're going to talk about it. But I already know what direction it's going into. We could put a pause on it. But I think for the sake of how it went down and how, you know, he sent the text and did all that and kind of had to rearrange and reschedule things last minute, you know, um, I definitely have to find someone else. I mean, usually I get two weeks, but now I have to find someone like right now because I think you're, as everyone already knows, like you're only as strong as your weakest link. And the fact that he dropped out in the middle of the day, last minute, or actually in the morning, last minute, puts me in a position where I got to be creative. But see, I already say, I don't trip. I don't, I don't worry when someone like quits or anything like that because it just seems like God always got my back. And the reason I say that is that I used to trip early in the game. Whenever I lose an employee, like, oh man, like 
this person quit and I get all worried because the system's not working the way it should and et cetera, et cetera. But then any, every time someone quit and someone walks out the door, someone else comes through. It always happens. And it was like literally about, it, it was happening to me every single month or so when I first started and I was being, you know, I would be stressed every time someone would quit. But then after about four years, finding out that every time someone quit, someone new came in, I stopped worrying about it. So literally the last, like I'll say eight years, I just been, if someone quits, I'm like, well, you know, that sucks. And even if they quit in a way where it's sudden, it's all good. I'll work it out in the short term, but eventually it's going to be solved because it's, it's always that way, you know? So, um, I had to go in that direction to put someone else in his place. Uh, the signs were there, but you know, you try and again, there's no bad blood. You know, um, I think that just because poor communication doesn't mean there's nothing against him personally. He's a great guy. And, you know, again, one of my best, one of my very best employees. So now have to work out the situation of customers who specifically want him. There's customers who prefer him specifically, like, please send him. And now, you know, I have to say, hey, I'm going to send this other guy. And they're going to have to get upset and they want to, you know, do this whole thing. And and then there's also like a, you know, oh, the miscommunication where customers will end up texting the previous detailer after they've left and try to get services. And I hope that doesn't go left either. But um, either way, I have to get someone new and work that out. But I'm all good, you know, with that. Um, and also at the barber school, we had another situation with a with a student and this student. OK, he was in the army and, you know, there were some conditions that, you know, he had a personal condition or whatever that he didn't want to guess disclose to anybody um, mentally, I guess. And because of that, he would separate himself from everyone in the school. It won't explain it, just be completely separate. And it got to a point to where, you know, he felt it got toxic for him because, you know, like uh, he's saying he was being harassed by other students or, you know, instructors by calling him lazy or whatever it is negative towards him. And he explained to us that, you know, there's some things that he's going through and that, um, you know, he just wants to be in a healthy environment. But see, look, we had a meeting and we all came together because we wanted to really understand, like, what's going on, you know? And he came in and he actually was talking about, he said, you know what, I'm new to Texas. And what makes me upset is that, you know, some of these barber, you know, these, these barber school students, they already have clients that they've been doing at their house and whatever. And then these people come in and they'll tip them $20, $30. And I'm like, how's that fair? You, they're leaving with $200, sometimes more cash in their pocket. And guess how much I get? $3. That's not fair. I was like, huh? Uh, maybe because you're not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, so then I'm, that's exactly what we're seeing. I'm like, hold on. Maybe this is an accountability issue. You know what I mean? So he's like, yeah, it's not fair. I was like, so hold on. So you're saying that it's not fair for these people to have people that they've known and done hair uh, or done their hair before and that they're paying them extra in tips. He's like, I'm just saying is that if someone is coming in and I got a bunch of walk-ins that I've never met before and they have all their friends that they're cutting their hair, won't you won't, won't I get some of their friends? I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. You're trying to change the whole entire like, like norm about how it works when it comes to relationships. I'm like, you have the opportunity to go out and meet people and talk to people, but I'm new here and I have a condition and that's not fair. I was like, oh, hold on. Hold on. You have to understand, you know, it's a lot of, a lot of times people sometimes are the problem and they ask you like, Hey, what's the problem? Like, no, you're the problem. You see what I'm saying? And in this, so then the second one, he said, you know, um, so that was the first thing he wanted to figure out about how do we get solved? Cause he felt like it's not fair for him to leave 
like with like three dollars in his pocket from tips from like walk-ins versus having like regulars and he doesn't think that it's fair that other people have regulars so that was the first thing and then the second thing he felt that you know if he is isolated by himself that he's you know people should let him let him be and that they shouldn't consider him and what he says is slander his name within the barber school as like a lazy person because he's not but the thing is is that if you communicate poorly you know um people will take you based on how you communicate so the way that he communicated it was by saying nothing at all and assuming everyone's just gonna you know give him the lead way but he's the only person who separates himself so you know um it was just one of these moments where i'm like all right he's a very sensitive guy and he has a condition he probably has uh PTSD. PTSD. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's more of like a PTSD plus like a slight depression. Yeah. Yeah. And so then I don't want to say anything that's going to rile him up or get him emotional. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm or, thinking. Uh, or get him triggered. Yeah, or triggered. So I'm over here like, okay, walk this line. You know what I mean? Like just so basically how we solved it <clears throat> is the fact that he's going to be, he he's going to be left alone. So if there is any issues or anything like that, it's already going to be explained and communicated to all the instructors and the students, but in a very sensitive way. So there's no personal business being put out, but then also, um, you know, he's going to have to get out there and find his own clientele because he felt like, you know, if I'm in an environment, it needs to be healthy. Like, you know, if the students will sit in there in their chairs and wait for customers and be quiet and mind their business and do things like that, um, it wouldn't be that type of environment. I'm like, well, it's kind of like a barbershop. He said, see, that's why, which is racial, and he's black himself. He said, that's why I don't like black barbershops because I don't like that it's loud and this and that. And the way I'm going to do it in my life and the way I'm going to conduct, you know, my business is going to be different because it doesn't need to be loud. It needs to be professional. And this just not professional to be laughing and coming in, smelling like weed and doing this. I'm like, you're complaining about them, but they're doing the same thing about you. Just, it's not a big deal. Like, focus on yourself. Why can't you focus on yourself? Well, it's hard to focus on myself. If all these people are making loud sounds and doing this, I'm like, wow, okay. Let's just keep it this way where you could separate you and leave it that way. We'll come and get you when there's a haircut. But then also, we're going to have to, like, develop the skills for you to go out and talk to people and meet people because that's part of the profession. It's almost like either th either you're in this profession or not. For the looks of that, he probably voted for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know it, it's a it's a awkward situation, but you know we solved it. Um, no hard feelings. Again, these things pop up, and you gotta you know you gotta take care of it. But then also, have you heard of the Clubhouse app, bro? Uh, I mean, I've seen I see some tweets, but I don't know I don't know like too much of it, bro. Clubhouse app. Look, I just got on there. I just got on there. And basically, the Clubhouse app is a application where you get on. Okay, you ever been to a conference or anything like that? Like, um, uh, you know, there's like a networking event or a conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that same thing, but like virtual. Oh. So you have these rooms. You've seen that before. People have these rooms where they chat online and they talk or whatever. But this one's a little bit different. This is where they have like stage. You have a stage, you have speakers. And you have people like Joe Button, Meek Mill, all these people on there who are leading and talking, and you're talking right to them. So if you could go into a room, be a fly on the wall, and listen to, you know, bosses talk, or you can listen to, you know, about politics, or you can listen to about all these things. But it's right now, it's like in beta form. It's been in beta form still. And, you know, basically, I think that you have to go by invite only. Is that something 
You 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 heard positive things, or what? You, what have you heard about it? Yeah, I heard some positive things about it. I heard some people have made some uh, some connects from uh, the clubhouse app and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, you make a lot of connects. So the, what was missing in this whole pandemic, you know, was the whole in person touch, you know. But they kind of took those elements and they put it in within this app. So, so for me. I've stayed in some of these rooms for hours and, I'm, and it's just these, these, these rooms just continue going and you just hear knowledge and gems and all these things that are happening. It's like, wow. So if you haven't checked out this clubhouse app, um, I think it started in May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been out a little, I think literally for just a couple months and it's already valued at over a hundred million dollars. Oh, wow. It's crazy, right? Uh, yeah. It's building in stock up really, really fast. Yeah. Well, it's not in the stock market yet, but you know, um, and since we're talking about stock market real quick, people were betting against Snapchat. Remember they're saying, oh, uh, Facebook's going to, you know, try to buy them, but they didn't, you know, so they just copied them. Snapchat's going to go down. But now Snapchat, their stock has gone up and I bought their stock thinking that, oh man, I hope like I make money off of this, but it was going down, down, down. But this year it started skyrocketing. Do you, what, you have any stocks right now? Uh, the only stock I have right now is on Apple. Apple's a great stock. Well, you have to invest. You have to invest in what you're in. So you say, really, you should be investing in a lot of things, like Adidas. You wear Adidas. Yeah, yeah, Adidas, uh, Nike, Jordans. Well, Nike, you know, they just let off. Um, they just, um, they just fired like seventy people, you know, from their really? corporate. Yeah. For I don't know. I think due to the pandemic. Oh, that's crazy. It's crazy. And then, um, and then, uh, what else do you have? What else do you wear that you need to buy stock in? I mean, Sony, Sony, yeah, PS5 stocks. <laughs> yeah, but you know, so if if you haven't heard about it, check the Clubhouse app app. You know, club, you know, check the Clubhouse app out because, and it's weird because it has this like girl on it with like curly hair. So that's an app like covers. But you know, something big happened last night too. Other than the election supposedly being delayed, is that in California there's something called Proposition Twenty Two. You heard of it? Nope. Okay. Proposition 22 was Uber and Lyft. They're upset with the fact that, you know, California is requiring them to classify, you know, these contractors as employees, right? Mm-hmm. They spent $200 million, 200 million on this campaign to, to get this off the books. So they, they called it like, like no to prop 22. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they actually like passed it. So now, you know, they won Uber and Lyft won. And now you have it where it's going to save them a hundred million dollars each, you know? Yeah. So it's like a big deal. And, but the thing is, is that even in their stock trading, all those has went up just because, you know, this has like been something they've been fighting for years, almost since they started because people are saying, Hey, they're employees. And they're saying, no, they're contractors and they want it. They are contractors now, but see the issue I got with it is that, look, I I'm considered the small guy. Right. And, TWC, they came at me, all left, talking about, oh, you need to classify them as employees versus contractors. Very, very similar to what Uber was doing. Oh, and okay. Yeah, and I'm like, in TWC, so y'all know who they are. That's the Texas Workforce Commission. They're the ones who commission and... AKA unemployment. Yeah, unemployment. They, they, they handle all that. So they deal with employees of Texas, right? So they came at me and said, Michael... One person said they're misclassified and because of that we have to investigate you. So they did this long investigation on me and they found out that, oh, this many employees were misclassified over this amount of time. So they find me 15K, $15,000. Are, are you serious? Yeah, 15000 And I'm like, 
I was, I was like, what? So I, I appealed it, but then I didn't realize, you know, I need a lawyer and all these different types of things. And basically I lost the appeal and I said, hold on, but Uber and Lyft, they do the same thing. And they said, no, we're going after them too. I was like, then why are you going? If you haven't settled with them, why are you, why are you settling with me? You know? And since then, that was like three years ago, four years ago that I've been paying 15 K for something I feel like I'm really not responsible for because that is the nature of the business. So I feel like they looked at it like you're misclassifying because you know, you're, you're, you know, uh, doing something that's disastrous for an employee. But really, if you want to know the truth is that employees desire, they prefer to be contractor. They don't prefer to be employees because a, the amount of taxes that are taken out in the amount of control that they, you know, they have, they don't have control of the schedule like that. So they are contractors, but they said, Oh, they can't work on their own and do this and do that. So, Basically, I was like, okay, I want to see what ends up happening with Uber and Lyft. And now I see this. And I'm like, to me, it proves that. But, hey, and I feel like it's kind of wrong because they came at the small guys. They look at all these people who are like small businesses. They go at them and find them. But then they can't find the bigger businesses who don't have the budgets for all this type of, you know, like pandering to the, you know, to the legislator or anything like that. So I just felt that was a little bit like left. But, you know, more power to them. You know, a lot of things also are happening now with uh, AMC. Are y'all familiar? I know you're familiar with AMC. When's the last time you've been to a movie? Last time I seen a movie was uh, probably Bad Boys 3. Oh, yeah. How, oh, how was Bad Boy? I haven't even seen it. It was good. No, no, no. It's Bad Boy 4. 4. I'm talking 4. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember 3. That was nah, too long, but yeah. Nah, but uh, the last movie I saw in person was Bad Boys 4. Okay, Bad Boys When was that? That was last year? Yo, yeah, I want to say last, last. I want to say this... Oh. I forgot. I probably like this past spring. Whatever. What will bring you into the AMC today? Since you haven't been to a theater that long, what will bring you in today? Like any, like, like as far as like, what, is there any type of movie they could? Oh do? yes, the uh, the Mike Tyson movie that Jamie Foxx is, is working on. Okay, so right now you have it where AMC their their stocks are down by like or their profit is down by ninety percent, and they're trying to say that okay because they're down so low that this is going to like end up creating so much leverage for places like Peacock, you know, with NBC, um, Disney plus HBO max. And it's going to help them skyrocket because they're, they're hoping that, well, I don't think they're hoping, but they're anticipating that these, um, these movie theaters are going to shut down because they've been closed so long. But I feel like just to take a pause, you know, I get that this whole pandemic thing is happening, but after that we should all be back. Right. Yeah. But the question is when though, I know you, you said me predicting next year, mid next year, that that was too early. And you're saying you think it's going to be what? 2022. Yeah. 2020. Yeah. 2022. When in 2022, you think it's going to be all good. I'm thinking at least mid 2022. Mid 2022. People have to work now. I'm saying they have to take accountability. You know what I'm saying? And wear the mask outside. You know? That's true. That's true. You know, but you know, AMC's like taking a big L. I know they dropped Tenant, and Tenant didn't do as well as they wanted to. I think they had the other movie. What was that? Um, what uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Inception. Inception. Yeah, I movie. I yeah. Movie. I remember it. I, that, that movie actually well, watched in person. I think Jeremiah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was great. But they say Tenant is better, but more confusing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody was. Like basically, like mind fucked over that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what's his name? Denzel Washington's son, who was in it, John David. He goes by a different last name because I, I, like I told you, I think he has an issue with his dad. You know? Yeah, yeah. I think he, I think he said something a while back. He was like, uh, he didn't want to uh, get uh, many opportunities handed to him. Yeah, cause yeah. Because of his dad's name, you know. So mm. 
he, he's trying to go in his own in his own road. I get that though. Yeah. So you 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 you're for whatever he wants to do just because yeah, you get this you yeah, get the bro, dynamic. Like, you know, so he wants his own thing. So why not, bro? Support it. Yeah, but once they realize that Denzel Washington's son, they're like, hey, hey, you know, think about it. He has a the lead role on uh Tenet, right? Yeah. Which in essence, who had that before Leonardo DiCaprio? Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that if it like he's done so well in the past movies that he could just be the lead role on Tenet? I doubt it. You know, so I feel like a little bit of it is that people know that he's Denzel Washington's son and they want to see him flourish, you know? He's pretty good. He's, he's good. He's, he's, he's awesome, good, man. He's, he's awesome, really good. He's you know, just scratching the surface, so yeah, you know, so um, but yeah, I hope movie theaters come back. I think they, there's no way that they're going to go away just because I'd rather watch something on the big screen than on my phone, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then, uh, have you ever heard of the Alibaba, the company Alibaba? Yeah, I heard of it. Yeah, Do you yeah. ever buy anything off of there? Uh, no, not, not really. Okay. So the, the owner, uh, Jack Ma, uh-huh. he's a, he's in China, right? Yeah. He's a billionaire or whatever. And all right, he was about to do an IPO on something called the Ant Group, which is like a, uh, financial tech group, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be one of the biggest IPOs that, and if you don't know what IPO is, initial public offering, so they're going to go on the stock market. It's going to be one of the biggest, $37 billion for all of China, right? Mm-hmm. But before he went on, he went to a conference, and he said, he started talking about China and talking about the economy is not as strong as it needed to be. And he said, <clears throat> he said, Chinese banks are like pawn shops, you know? Yeah. And then I guess China got so offended that they stopped his IPO and he's not able to go in the stock market. And they're saying that because he opened his mouth, it cost him 37 billion. And um, I feel like that is like the downsides of like, when people talk about all the good and all the economy that's, you know, the growth that's happening in China. I mean, when things like that can happen, it doesn't sound so sweet, you know, because at the end of the day is like a communist slash, you know, capitalist country. But, you know, um, I don't know where that's going to go with, you know, the ant group. That's interesting because it's one of their biggest IPOs. And I'll see, I want to see how that goes, but you know, it is what it is right now. Um, lastly, I want to kind of bring up a little bit about SARS. So, you know, I talked to my uncle in Nigeria and also my cousin, and they're talking about all the bad things that were happening out there. They're saying that they're on a 24 hour, um, a 24 hour curfew. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. And they shut down all the businesses, right? Shut down all the banks. So they said they can't get money, but he says, see, I, we are Nigerian. So where there's no way we'll find a way. So he said, we use Bitcoin. That's what he's talking about. He's like, we use, I was like, oh yeah, I use Bitcoin. He's like, yeah, if the banks are closed, we use Bitcoin. So we've been using Bitcoin, but he said, they've been taking the power on you know, 24 hour curfew. He hasn't been back to work. He said, I haven't been back to work in a week. And he says, he said, junior, I'm gonna let you know this. There's tension on the land right now. And I said, what do, what do you mean by that? He says, I feel that. We're getting to a point to where war could break out because people are so dissatisfied in that, you know, there's no opportunities. People are graduating college and nobody's able to, you know, even get a decent job with a college degree. And he's talking about all these negative things that are happening due to bad governance. But, you know, like he even says there's rumors about the they don't even know if the president Buhari is the real guy, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I've seen that because I remember somebody tweeted that I was like, you sure? But they said that he hasn't really said anything since like 2017. So yeah, like it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty odd and weird. But we'll see. Yeah, they said he was in the hospital in in and out in the UK or something like that, and then he came back and he's all healthy and like he like people are just like how you know and so, so this guy has a clone. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people say that there are actual yeah, clones. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not real clones, but they're actually like lookalikes yeah. for like presidential like presidents and like celebrities. You know, that's weird. Bro. You have to kind of throw people off. You know, but. Yeah. So right now, so then he was telling me, so I talked to my cousin. I was like, let me get her side of it because he's the old school. 
you're going to tell me how he, his perspective is. Let me see what she's going to say. And she was like, yeah, Junior, like it's bad just because, you know, they think that everyone's like scammers, you know, like if they're making money in Nigeria. Yahoo, Yahoo. Yeah, yeah, Yahoo boys, you know. But really, at the end of the day, she said, you can make it in Nigeria, but, you know, if the police are given free reign, think about it, they're given no training to investigate and try to figure out where the fraud is coming from. They just kind of put it in their hands and using their own personal judgment. And she said, because of that, some people go missing. She said, some people are getting kidnapped. Some people go missing if you don't pay them. There's a lot of bad things that are coming of this, and the people are tired, you know? So, um, you know, she said, you know, she has her brother. She's actually down here, and she has her brother, her little brother over there, and a few of my other cousins. So I'm like, all right, I hope everything's all right. But they said, you know, we're always going to find a way because a lot of what Nigeria is is about you being resilient and you being independent for yourself. You taking care of yourself, not depending on the government. So when the government does fail, they always have a plan B. So, you know, again, you got to end SARS. Hopefully, and SARS is a bigger picture than just the police brutality. It's more about bad governance, you know. So no more to that. Anything you want to say before we end with the people? Uh, you know, it's, uh, no, say stay safe uh, and uh, keep watching tonight and hopefully we have a new president. Yeah, because... It's gonna be it's gonna be different. And I when look before I saw everything start with the election, I said, This ended before it started because I already saw where it was going. People were thinking it was gonna be Trump. Hey, we will see. By next week, we're gonna have an update. We're gonna see what it is. Keep your head on the swivel. Thank you so much for joining me. I love you, and we'll see you later. Peace Stay out. Stay safe. What up? What it do? What it do? What's going? I'm usually the person who starts it and says, "What up?" <laughs> you should you should start it one day. No, it's your podcast. You know this is true. This is this, true. Th- these are facts. I'm just here. You know what I'm saying I'm just here. Man, so it's almost like where do we start? <laughs> <laughs> For real, it's like we in La La Land right now. Yeah, yeah. Because um, right now, as you probably are listening or watching, mm-hmm. what you know is that we're in the middle of a, what I call like a kind of like a stalemate of who is our president. We're not sure who our president is. Yeah. The election, um, everything closed, all the polls closed yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, usually, you know, by at least like what? 10, 10 PM maybe? at 11? the latest, maybe like 12. I would yeah, think. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I know people, most people I know stayed up till three thirty, four o'clock in the morning what? waiting. Not me. I went to bed at like 10.30. You went to uh, 10.30? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> yeah, I fell you fell asleep. asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep on the sofa. I was like, yeah, I'm tired. But I was in. The, I was like this. Like, you were mm. up. Yeah, I was I trying know. to stay up because I'm trying to. Because, you know, you start seeing it come up. Mm-hmm. And you start to get, like, anxiety because exactly. you're like, all right, who's about to win? So I end up just falling asleep. You, you know? did. You fell asleep and I woke back up. Yeah. So you fell asleep about midnight, which is the same time I got up mm-hmm. and I was watching it for probably like another 30 minutes. And I was like, this is not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's not moving fast enough. So I was like, let's go to bed. <laughs> I woke up in the morning mm-hmm. and I was just like, OK, here I go. And I opened up my phone to hurry up. I searched it real quick and it said nothing. I said, we still don't know. I can't believe this. So is it like Trump's? Is he still our president? Yeah, Trump. Well, even if, even if even if Biden did win, mm-hmm. Trump will still be our president because of the lame duck period. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, but... Um, so he can't just, like, get booted today. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah it's not immediately. Kick him out the, the White House. Yeah, because, you know, if... This is just the craziest thing ever because 
it was already. Are you familiar with the term when people say a powder keg? No, a powdered what? A powder keg. Mm-mm. A powder keg. You know, um, back in the day when they used to do um, ammunition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, they used to have those barrels. Okay. And in it was um, uh, gunpowder. Mm-hmm. And you're not allowed to smoke. You're not allowed to do anything around these barrels. You're gonna blow up. Yeah, because it, like it's literally anything will set it off and it will just explode. And think yeah. about a chain effect, it'll explode everything. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's what they call. A powder keg moment, okay. you know, so mm-hmm. this would you would consider like a powder keg moment because everyone's like on edge. Right. And then you take it where people's on edge waiting for the results mm-hmm. and then you make them wait another 24 hours. This is crazy. You know what? I'm not even anxious anymore. At this point, I'm just like, it is what it is. I don't even care anymore. Like, let's move on. I'm so tired of talking about it. Like, let's just pick one. Let's do any mini money roll. Let's just move forward. You know, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, this is not true because <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not. while we're getting even prepared for this, she's over here hitting me with updates. Like Biden's up, Biden's up by 12, <laughs> babe, Biden's up by 12. I'm like, I know, I know. I just have to tell myself, I have to convince myself that Bly, you're not anxious. You're not feeling anxiety. Come on now. Just, you know, positive thoughts, positive thoughts. That's what I'm just trying is, to is this a Is this a very anxiety-inducing situation for you? It is, but not, you know what, honestly, to be, to be extremely honest, mm-hmm. I'm not even anxious anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. I'm kind of just like over it. Yeah. I mean, I, I still want to know who the, the president is. And yes, I still want Biden to win because that's who I voted for. That's who I voted for too. Yeah. Just, just FYI. FYI <laughs> if you haven't been listening, you should already know. Um, so yeah, I, I want him to win and... I just wanted to, I just want to get it over with. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like we've been waiting for so long. Mm. It's been months where we've been talking about vote, vote, vote. We've already voted. We did what we were supposed to do. Now it's like, all right, now give us our results. Like we did our part. We waiting for y'all to do y'all. But part. see, the thing is, is that, you know, there's a lot of mail in. I know. And drop out. <laughs> you know what? I'm not even mad at like the older people, you know, people who can't go to the polls mm. and vote. But some of y'all young people, some of my friends and followers that I saw went to go mail in y'all ballots. But see, I could tell you the thing that makes me more positive about the mail in. It's all. I feel like it's a mostly Democrat. It's all blue. I know. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like most of the people who participated in that whole mail in yeah. drop off ballot were mm. people who were liberal or people who yeah. were um, blue. But they still could have went to the polls. I mean, I thought we flipped Texas. I, 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 I did. I thought too. Texas I did was going to go blue. I did too. I'm not gonna lie. I did too. I thought Texas was gonna be blue as well, but when I saw that red, I was like, "Ew." Yeah. <laughs> I got a. Ew. I got a friend, Colin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just on his podcast, mm-hmm. True Favorites, and um, he texted me this morning and he mm-hmm. said, "You know, obviously he's upset with this whole thing." Yeah. And he was talking about how he didn't expect, and he's white. Mm-hmm. He says, mm-hmm. "I didn't expect like America to be this racist." Like he's saying he's seeing it in a way crazy. where. You know, they're kind of flipping. You know how they're showing what it was in 2016, what yes. it was in 2012. Yes. And they're saying that more areas are turning red mm-hmm. going towards Trump. Yeah. And, you know, I even have some other friends who are talking about how, you know, um, uh, Hispanics mm-hmm. who are talking about for Trump because they're helping this country or they're helping that country. But again, that's all like rhetoric of right, what they right. feel or what they think, mm-hmm. but not really what's being done. So exactly. You know, this, uh, this is a powder keg moment where yeah. you're like, what's, but I, I'm ready. I, I'm ready to see what, what I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. But you know, what gets me too? I, I mean, I don't want to get all political, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I hate to say it, but with the Hispanics voting for Trump, 
don't we have like thousands of Hispanic children sleeping in cages? Yeah, we have. I know we have 545 kids. Well, there's thousands that are sleeping in cages, but there's yeah. 545 kids don't who don't know. Parents. Yeah, don't have their parents, no uncles, no family, right. no nothing. So why would you vote for a man who did this to them? The first thing he wanted to do when he got into presidency is uh, put up, put the wall up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just don't understand. I just don't. But get maybe, it. maybe the people who are voting in that way maybe don't have kids because <laughs> you know it could be they, that they're like born here in America or they are a citizen. You know what I mean? And they didn't get over here illegally. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so maybe that's their point of view. It's like, well, I got here the right way. You know, I became a citizen the right way, so they should do it the right way. So I, I've had heard that point of view too because one of my friends, my really good friend, she is Hispanic, and her dad voted for Trump the first time, mm-hmm. and I, I just couldn't understand. I was like, how did he like? Why like why you know? And he came here legally and had his family here legally so i think it's more like well i did it the right way they should do it the right way Mm -hmm. you know and if they're not gonna do it the right way then they can't come over here type thing i wonder if in the hispanic culture there's a you know i mean like almost like a prudeness where people are like i'm like i'm better than you because because you know oh no no what i'm trying to say privilege if there's like a privilege where Some Hispanics get in, mm-hmm. some don't. Maybe right. due to privilege. I'm not sure. I'm not in that community to understand it. Yeah. But I wonder if that's it because there is a certain level of privilege to look at it and say, I did it the right way. But there exactly. was a long line of thousands of people mm-hmm. waiting years just to, you know, have the opportunity. Right. And right. they're saying, hey, look, I waited. I took the right steps. You need to do the same thing. Exactly. I think that's what it is. And, um, you know, I still don't understand. I mean, I, I know some Hispanic people, you know, my friends who didn't vote mm-hmm. at all, period, you know, because mm-hmm. they just felt like the, whoever wins is not going to do anything for them and their people. So they were just like, yeah, I'm not going to vote. And I'm like, how are you going to waste the vote? Like, can you can you borrow somebody's <laughs> yeah, vote? You know what yeah. I mean? Can you say, OK, well, if you're not going to vote. Can you give me your vote? Can I go with the polls to you and take your finger and press who I want to? I would you know look. Like, I mean? Imagine if that was a case where you could give out yeah. your vote and say, you know what, I'm not voting. But you know, people will be that selfish to say, look, I ain't voting. He's like, can I have your vote? He's like, nah, I, I don't want you to use my vote either. It's like, I don't get it. So you know, just gonna let that vote go to waste. You should just went ahead and and voted for Kanye. People upset with fifty thousand uh, people voted for Kanye, and then fifty-seven thousand people voted for Joe Jorgensen in oh, Georgia. You know what I mean? Y'all and that's wasted a hundred thousand votes. I probably look. It's probably more because you're talking about in that county of Georgia, right? Right. Where that would have been amazing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you know, because you know it's really tight over there. But those fifty thousand yeah. would have went to yeah, probably to Biden, Biden. You know, and it's crazy because he's he did lose some states based off of like twenty thousand or you know thirty thousand or some you know a hundred thousand Trump was in the lead or two hundred thousand Trump was in the lead. But some of those states where he could have won, just you know he lost by like I don't know ten thousand twenty thousand. It's like all those fools who voted for Kanye, y'all could have just gave mm-hmm. it to Biden. Mm-hmm. But you know it is what it is. And you know just because we usually don't get go all the way in like about being political or no, anything like that, but just so people can understand my stance when it comes to like Biden or mm-hmm. an, or anybody other than Trump, at least in this moment for me, right. is the division I've seen. Yes, exactly. You know, in the amount of stress and the amount of things that I have had to restrict, even for myself, mm-hmm. because prior to this, I don't ever remember, like, in essence, like, blocking myself from, like, news and yeah, the amount exactly. of things that, you know, just didn't 
it didn't feel, I don't feel like an, I'm in a safe place, mm-hmm. you know, and some others do, you know, right, so right. If that's not your worry, then obviously you probably won't be empathetic to my situation. Yeah. But for me, I see a lot of division. And when I say that is like our neighbors who have blatantly come out like more emboldened to be who they really are. Mm-hmm. Whereas before they're kind of have like some type of decorum, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like exactly. being nice or being this. That's why we were kind of confused about our neighbor. Like, mm-hmm. When we first moved here about, what, five years ago, they were extremely nice and helpful. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever we needed, we called them. They were here. You know, and then all of a sudden, it's like Trump got into office and things kind of changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, they're still nice. You know, they still wave or whatever. But it is a little different. The mm-hmm. conversations that we have with them is a little different. You know, it's a little short. It's a little bit of, you know, tension, you know, there. So it's like... I don't know. It it, it did kind of change. I felt like they were nice because they're our neighbor and they have to be nice. But now that Trump, you know, well, the past four years that Trump that's, you know, been in office, it's kind of like, they're like, well, you know, we can just kind of do what we want and update our security system. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Just like keep an eye on them, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just weird how everything did change. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm for anybody other than Trump. At like, this moment. I, yeah, at this moment. I've already seen what he could do mm-hmm. for the country. That's a good point. You've yeah, seen, I've you've seen, seen it. it. You didn't really like it. It's like not your it. taste. It's not my taste. Let's get somebody else in and let's do something different. Which I'm open-minded to. It's like, yeah. hey, look, I'm, and people have to understand that, that some people want to, like, we all want different things right now. The right. energy, which I'm actually liking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of this energy where people are saying, it's okay to disagree with someone and still be their friend. This is true. You know, it's okay to not like someone's political beliefs or yeah. understand their beliefs and then still, still be, be a cool, that still be a cool person. Exactly. You know what I mean? And you can have that, but it's like, once you start bringing up the, the, the touchy subjects, I don't know why I couldn't get that out, but that's when you, when you start bringing that up, that's when things get a little difficult. That's why they say you don't talk about politics with your friends. You don't talk about religion with your friends because when you have a difference in opinion, something that strong it will break up a friendship. I mean, our our neighbor on the right side and our neighbor on the left side, they do not agree. 26-year friendship. Yeah, they don't agree when it comes to politics. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're on both, they're on opposite ends and that ruined their friendship. You know what I mean? So I'm like, did y'all even talk about it within the 26 of y'all, 26 years of y'all friendship? Or, or Not until recently. Because what they're recently. saying that they mm-hmm. discussed, they said, and they said, they told me this, they said yeah. they discovered how this neighbor is particularly, mm-hmm. um, recently and mm. they just can't believe who they are yes i'm telling you trump i don't know he brings out the worst in people like if you are racist this is the perfect time for you to just be out there <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like go ahead and just be, be yourself, yourself. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. just be yourself because he is, <laughs> he is allowing it he is praising it he is like do what you got to do do what you want to be be who you want to be if you want to be racist go ahead and be racist i'm not gonna stop you and i feel like that's the division that he's creating within our country. It's mm-hmm. sad. It's really sad. But, you know, I heard about this story where these guys, um, they said they're uh, best friends or friends for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And then um, he started saying a lot of things that, you know, he said his friend is white. Mm-hmm. And the white guy was telling the black guy who, again, 35 years of all the things that Trump has done, he said, Trump has done so much for the black community. What Trump has done so much. And then he said, list some things that he's done for the black community. Right. He couldn't list it. So because he couldn't list it, he started like going in on him, mm-hmm. like 
kind of being a little bit like petty. Mm. And then they got an argument, almost got into a physical fight. They said they haven't spoke since that moment. Wow. And that they're no longer interested in being friends. And he says, yeah, a 35 year relationship, friendship, you know, went to the pits, the garbage, just because of a political belief, you know? And it's, and it's, it is a little deeper than that too, because if you are for Trump and you're like, oh, he did a lot for black people and your friend, best friend of 35 years happens to be black. You're like, okay, well, tell me what he did because I ain't see nothing. Mm-hmm. And if you can't prove that, it's like, well, how do you view me as a black person? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you do you really truly believe that this president is helping me out? Like, sh- give me examples. But the know? black people you talk to when it comes to stuff like that, mm-hmm. where there's an example of a black person you may be talking to directly about something, yeah. or it's always that they are the they're not the same of what you mean as the the the, the group or the. I guess a community of all black people, mm-hmm, right. you know, there's always, it's always like you're different. Cause yeah. you know, when you talk about our neighbor who's talking to us candidly about not wanting different races in the city that we're in right now. Right. You know, he's talking to me cause he looks at me not as black. He exactly. looks at me like, not like you black. I'm talking about the, bl- the bad black people. That's what he's kind of like <laughs> looking at it. Like, you know, I can't. and that's how people do it. They're like, you know, like he has done this for black people, blah, blah, blah for black people. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, and then when someone says, I haven't seen it. It's like, look, not you. It's always a right, not right. you, maybe you know. Yeah, not not you, not you, educated black person. Yeah, like, yeah. You're talking about the poor black. People. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, well, what did he do for the poor black? Yeah, people? yeah. You see you what I'm saying? It's always nothing. yeah. We're all black at the end of the day. So what did he do for us? Period. I ain't seen nothing, but create division. That's really what he created. So, you know, it's just I don't know. It's I'm just come on now. We just we, we thought we we're gonna come results. on here <laughs> and say. Oh my God! I know. You know who's our president? This is, we're gonna have Man, a full on chat of we're what we're gonna, gonna have see a, next. A parade. We had a marching band set up and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had this whole thing set up of how we thought we we're gonna come on here yeah. talking about the results, and we're still waiting. Still waiting. Midday um, after yeah. the election mm-hmm. has everything is closed, and you're like, how long is this gonna be? No, we even pushed back our normal recording time. Just so we can know <laughs> who the president is and we can talk about it. But the fact that we still don't know, mm-hmm. it's like, dang, what is happening? Ooh, it's one of those things. But, you know, um, we're coming off a busy weekend because right now you're on vacation, right? I am. I'm on vacation. I don't go back to work till Monday. Thank you. What do you call that? Uh, staycation? Yeah, it's a staycation. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we got like. Your mom, your sister just came through, which was, yeah, that was great. They were here. See, you survived. You I did. survived that weekend, y'all. Hey. <laughs> it was good. It was good. We did a lot that weekend, man. See, when I went, if y'all listened to the last episode, it was me basically saying the stress and the pressure and anxiety that I get when my mom is in town and my sister's in town because I feel like I have to, like, host. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what it was this weekend. Literally, nonstop. If you follow me on Instagram, I'm sure you saw every single place that we went to because it was back-to-back. Let's go here. Let's go there. Let's do this. Let's eat here. It's just like, oh, can I just rest my brain? Yeah. You know? but, but that is weird because you're like that. Yeah. But your mom is even more that yeah, way. I get it from my mom. Yeah, you get it from her because yeah. you you like going out way more than I do. That's true. I love, love to go out. I love different experiences. I don't like to be in the house. Mm-hmm. But I... You know, I, I really wanted to focus on my new business and I wanted a lot of things mm-hmm. to be done this week because this is really like the only week I can do it. And the fact that we had company 
which is my mom and my sister, it was, I couldn't do any of it. Mm -hmm. And that was the anxiety that I was getting. I don't mind going out and doing this and doing that. But in the back of my mind, when I have something that I really want to get done and I can't do it, that's when it starts to like break me down a little Mm -hmm. bit. But this weekend was fun. We had a really, really good time. Um, I mean, should I go into detail? Yeah. Yeah. We could go into it. (laughs) Well, Friday night, um, this gentleman right here on my left, who happens to be my husband of four years and my, you know, my lover and best friend of like the past, what, 15 years? 15, that's what we do. That's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Well, you surprised me to dinner. You texted me. It was like, hey, reservations at nine. I was like, oh, okay, reservations. <laughs> All right. I don't even know how to, I don't need to, I don't even need to like ask how should I dress? Because when you say reservations... That mean that mean come cute. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Come cute. So <laughs> we had dinner at uh, Perry Steakhouse, which was amazing. It was such a great experience. She, okay, look, really good. She she made it easy because you know every time we like would pass by because they're they're building at first. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, I got, I want to try that place. You got know? to. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, Oh, this is a perfect time. Yeah. When your mom's coming in. Yeah, watch the boys. Yeah, I didn't even ask yet. I was just like, <laughs> Let me go ahead and make the reservation. Let me go ahead and lock it in, mm-hmm. and let me let Blind know. Hey, boom. Get ready this time. Mm-hmm. Let's go. But you can continue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we tried it. The food was really good, y'all. I mean, I had the, what was that? The red sea bass or snapper? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Redfish. Redfish was amazing mm-hmm. with asparagus. And then you had uh, filet mignon with asparagus and crab meat on top. Mm-hmm. Jumbo mm-hmm. lump crab meat. So good. We had, we shared the Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. which was like a sweet sriracha Brussels sprouts. And then we also had, um, we had like this fried asparagus, asparagus. Yes, yeah, with, with the jumbo crab meat. Ooh, as a starter, when we started with that, I already knew. I said, yeah, this food about to be bomb. That was something I've never tried. Never tried. But it was like, it was so perfect. It was amazing. I even asked the waiter, like, uh, what's the recipe? Like, I need to go home and recreate this because the food was really good. It was so good. And then the dessert, we had the, uh, the banana foster. That was good. Yeah, even oh, the presentation yeah. was amazing. They they cooked it in front of us. And so they lit simple. It up on fire. I know it was just like banana and like I don't know caramel or ice cream. I don't know, but it was really really good. It Drinks had banana. It had banana, brown sugar, butter, mm-hmm. and then he put like bourbon. Oh, or that's what like it that. was. Yeah. And then like he cooked it right in front of us. Like mm-hmm. just took all the simple ingredients. Yeah. Hit it with that flambe. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, yeah, this is great. That was super dope. And then we, you know, we had a little alcohol. We topped it off. We ended the night with like espresso martini, which is Mm -hmm. like now starting to be my favorite. Every time we go out, I'm always asking like, do y'all have an espresso martini? If y'all haven't tried it, tried it. It's so delicious. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. basically coffee with alcohol in it. Yeah. can't explain. You know what I'm saying? That's weird. A a weird mix. Oh my God. It's very weird. And it's weird because we got home like what 11 30 12 o'clock so when yeah. it was time to go to bed i could not go to bed because i had coffee <laughs> <laughs> but i was so tipsy from all the alcohol that i had so my body was just like you want to go to sleep or you want to stay up what mm-hmm, do you want to mm-hmm. do i, I couldn't and i couldn't sleep mm-hmm. i couldn't sleep that night i was so up but anyway but the experience was really great and then um saturday we went to yesterland Farm. i got some th- i got some things to say about yesterland that would Okay, I want you to start. No, okay, so uh, yes, the land farm, if y'all haven't heard about it, it is in Canton, Texas. Mm-hmm. So it's about an hour away from Dallas. It's um, Close past to Terrell. Terrell, Texas, and it's worth the drive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm sure what he's going to say is negative, so I'm going to tell you like the positive stuff yeah. about it. So it is a huge theme park for kids, and I wouldn't say adults, but adults can get on the rides too for little kids. They do like, they have the petting zoo or petting farm. They had have, a camel. They had kangaroos. Yes, they had like animals you wouldn't lemurs. expect. 
Yeah, lemurs, they had the huge pig, they had a donkey, you know, typical farm animals, but the camel threw me off and the lemur threw me off. And then also, what was the other one? Kangaroo. The kangaroo threw me Two off of them, too, yeah. too. I was like, what is this doing in a farm, you know? But it was really cool. The kids got to see those animals. They had, um, obviously, like the carnival food, um, you know, great places to take pictures, lots of rides. I mean, they had even had the corn maze where you guys mm -hmm. went through and, you know, figure out how to get out from. Um, so it was a lot of like really, really cool experiences within the theme park. And the cool thing is you can buy the tickets online, which are like maybe $5 cheaper. And you have you, the, 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 the entrance ticket gets you into like every single ride. So it's not like you have to pay separately for everything. You mm -hmm. just, the only thing you pay separate is for food, but you can get on every single ride. It's unlimited. It's mm -hmm. all day. And that's the best part that I liked about it. But yeah. Oh, well, my, mine isn't a negative thing only okay, it's just okay. an observation oh yes okay go ahead because we walked in it was basically the okay i didn't we had our masks we mm -hmm. had every everyone had their masks on even when people were parking yeah they'll walk with their mask right 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 you get to the front and you know immediately none of the staff none none of the not staff. even a mask no not even a a covering no anything right yeah. and when you say hey um where like where's the bathroom where's the entrance to like, this is your face. Like, so you're going to make sure you're over there. And then you're going to move over. And I was like, well, they're talking their in our like face. Really touchy. Yeah, because when we first got there and we had to, like, uh, show them our phone that we paid for the tickets. So there was a young gentleman there who didn't have a mask on. And he had to get in our face to tell us, like, how to direct us, where to go and stuff. And that was kind of weird. Thankfully, we all had our mask mm -hmm. on. But I was thinking, like, why didn't he have one? Yeah, on? I was thinking, like, he could maybe get something in our eye or yeah. something like that. I was just like, man, this guy looks like a super spreader. You know what I mean? <laughs> Super spray. <laughs> that's what, he, that's well, what it felt know, like. It's outside, so people just assume, oh, it's outside. You don't have to wear a mask. But it's like, no, you. St it was a lot of people. There was Halloween days. Yeah, so. and and then um, we went to this little candy uh, candy, candy store. Candy store, yeah. And I'm talking about maybe the size of a bathroom. Yeah, like a shed, like a small shed. <clears throat> yeah, and mm -hmm. there's so there's like 16 people in this little small area. Yeah, talking, shopping, laughing, you know, paying for stuff, and I was just like. This is this is very much so different yeah. than Dallas, you know? Exactly. Because um, in Dallas, you know, you walk around certain places, even outdoors without mm -hmm. a mask. They're looking at you like... Like, you weird? Yeah, are you all right? Are exactly. you, do you know what's going on right now? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. over there in rural city, you yeah. know what I mean? They just living it up. Yeah, they, they just don't care. I'm not saying... It's not a judgment. It's just more of a difference because Dallas it seems a lot more strict. Right, right. Then you see in, like, Canton, Texas, it's like... It just come it as is, is mm -hmm. you know. But they did have signs that say, you know, mask is required. And even online, they tell you that you have to wear a mask. But I guess when you get there, people get comfortable. Because like I said, it is outdoors. So people just like, oh, well, we're outside. We don't have to wear a mm -hmm. mask. So I think that's probably what it was. People just got comfortable and took their mask off. I had my mask on the entire time. So, it was, you know, um, yesterday, that's how you say it, yesterday, yesterday, slept on. It is slept on. If you right? don't know about it, because I know you saw some mixed reviews at the beginning before you. Yeah, there was one negative review, and mm -hmm. that was the first one. All the rest of them were really good, I, and I want to say the reason why is, is was because of um, not wearing a mask. I oh, think that's okay. the negative review was because nobody was wearing a mask. I mean, I don't mind if the people are wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. I, the employees, I feel yeah. like they need to have a standard exactly. that they care about the people that come in because right, right. you know, even if they just want to be like rebellious or whatever, mm -hmm. I, I think I think that it's not really their choice. You know, no, you're right. I feel like everybody should just wear, wear a mask, especially yeah. like you say, especially the employees. I mean, but. being out outdoors like that, I don't think you really have to wear a mask like that when you're not. All up on anybody, yeah. But or it's you're in people's faces people. and you're talking. Yeah. I Especially think you need if you're at the entrance and you're taking tickets. 
How many people are you seeing a day? You mm-hmm. seeing at least like a thousand people a day. I yeah. mean, it was packed, y'all. It was really packed. I mean, but it wasn't like packed to where, you know, you're standing in line to get on a ride for like five minutes. Yeah. So it wasn't like stupid packed. You know, it wasn't like Disney World or, you know, it was it was a lot of people. But I mean, it was a great experience. But yeah, they kind of, you know, slacked on the, the mask part. But we all did our part. They did have hand sanitizer. They had washing hand stations everywhere. So, you know, they, they did the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. but the, just to say why it slept on is that this place has everything. I'm talking about yeah. games, food, mm-hmm. um, tacos. Right. <laughs> yeah, they had a hot dog truck, a taco truck. Yeah, they have truck. everything you could think of. Yeah, and it's like, what does it remind you of? We went to a place that's like that. Um, the place that, that had the outdoor where we had the park. And um, remember, it was sort of raining and then we had to leave early. Oh, that was for the pumpkin patch last year? Yeah. Oh my God, that was a year ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did. I don't even know how I found that, but that was in I want to say Grand Prairie. I can't remember the, mm-hmm. the name of it, but it was very similar. Yeah, you park, you park outside, you walk in. It's all outdoors. Um, yeah, but that one had a lot of food, and then they had a few rides, I think. But that one didn't have much to do. No, this one was different. This, this one, one was, was large. It was yeah. like a mini Six Flags. You yeah, know? it was. And I saw I saw it on our way and coming back from New Orleans. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna look into it. That's when I googled it and I found a website and everything. And I was like, oh, this would be really dope. And the cool thing about it, it's open every day all year round. And they oh, changed wow. the themes. Yeah, so this thing, we went on Halloween Day, so it was all Halloween pumpkins everywhere. And then, um, you know, they'll be changing it for, like, Christmas. So that's kind of cool that it's an all-year-round amusement park. It's a theme park. Yeah, so. but the only thing that I could say that, you know, if any of their owners are listening, Uh-oh. is <laughs> that you need a little oil mm-hmm. for some of these machines that they were using. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, some of them, the, the squeaks were so loud. yeah. I was like, dang, about to bust my eardrums oh in this my, thing. Like the roller coaster that we we got on. Yeah, but it was a good roller coaster. That was though. fun. Yeah, the boys was, loved it. It was old though. But the crazy part is, do you <laughs> remember? No, you remember? Like before we got on the roller coaster, it was you and I and mm-hmm. the boys, and you were and the boys sat together, and I was mm-hmm. like, no, they can't sit together because you know they're, they're too small. Mm-hmm. And you were like, well, the girls are sitting together. And I was like, no, they can't sit together. Mm-hmm. So you had Kenzo and I had Idol. Once that thing started, I, I was saw like, it. it's a big difference. I didn't know it was that. I didn't know it was that aggressive. It was very aggressive, mm-hmm. and Ida was holding on to me, and I kept looking back, and I saw Kenzo was just like he was having fun, but you could tell. Yeah, he, he was, was just, le- leaned all the way back, and yeah. then I feel like if they were together, oh my probably goodness. one of them were the flu. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, I don't know how I would have like been okay with him like they're so small they're so little and they're just going on this thing like and the way it turns like you had the i mean it was like a deep turn yeah you know? yeah yeah and i'm holding on to my son's you know idol just like don't fall you better not fall out you know <laughs> yeah yeah like because it was i mean it was a real roller coaster mm-hmm. but for kids obviously adults can fit in there too with your little kids but it was such a great experience and your sister hit me up and she was just like, you know, you always find like the coolest places. And honestly, I didn't, you know, I didn't stumble up. I didn't find it. We just happened to drive by it. And I was like, I've never noticed. This yeah. Place you wrote it down. It's like, what's yesterland? Yeah. Easterland, nigga, yeah. You know, uh, we saw it in, in, on our way back to New Orleans. I mean, from New Orleans. And I was just like, I'm going to put this in my, you know, save this. So for later to kind of look it up and see what this is. And that's usually how I find places. Like I'll, I'll drive past it or I'll hear somebody speaking about it. Shout out oh to Bly <laughs> for always coming through. You know what I'm saying? With the ideas. This is like, you do this I a lot because you always come through. I love it. With the fire ideas. And I yeah. just want to say shout out to you for oh, that. It's thank great. You. you know, I get it from my mom. Like, literally, I get it from my mama. Like, she was like that growing up. I mean, oh my God. Every weekend, we were always doing something. And that's where I get it from. Like, I can't be in the house. I'm always wanting to go out. 
especially if it's a weekend off and we have the boys, I'm like, okay, I have this set up, you know, like I'm always trying to do different things with the family, create different experiences because the boys are at an age where they remember. Yeah. They remember everything we did last year. They're like, Hey mom, I want to go back to that dinosaur museum. I'm like, we haven't been there since last year. Mm -hmm. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? January of of 2019. How do you still remember that? But these are like the experiences that they're going to always remember. So I I cherish these. these Yeah. yeah, These are really different, special type of event. And it's not easy to find these, you know, it's not easy. So that was like a really, really great day on um, Saturday. So that was, we spent our Halloween night day and night there at mm-hmm, the park, which mm-hmm. was great. Cause you know, they couldn't go trick or treating, but we did that. And then, um, what was Sunday? Mm-hmm. We did, um, the farmer's market, which is always great. We love the farmer's Loved market. It. Yes. And then we also went to, um, this, it, it's this place in, in Carrollton. I, I don't know if it's called Korean town, mm-hmm. but it's all these like Korean restaurants and shops and stuff. It's super cute. And they have this bakery called 85, 85 degrees mm-hmm. and it's oh the the food is so good it's just a I great, wonder if that's great like bakery their, that's only that's your key like what? degree oh, to maybe like, to bake cook their it? food yeah maybe i don't know but the the bakery the the baked goods is really really good they don't put a lot of sugar in their food it's just amazing and then they have like this sweet jasmine green tea mm-hmm. drink that i love it's, it's just really good look at look at top of look well, we went to the farmer's market mm-hmm. what type of pickup we got y'all see this oh yeah Outside Texas. What do you think about the brand? So we went to the farmer's market and I know I always have to have a long, stupid story. (laughs) And so we, you know, we're always trying to find like great food to eat or whatever, whatever we see, we just buy, you know, cool stuff. And Michael, you are already like on a hunt to like look for something like cool and edgy Mm -hmm. and different. And we stumbled upon this outside Texas where they had like t-shirts and sweatshirts and trucker hats and all this cool stuff and the two guys that that were there i'm not sure if they were the owners i think they're the owners the owners but Mm -hmm. they were really really cool they were like hey come on in just talking to us hanging out with the boys gave them stickers and we're like yeah we would love to buy this stuff i mean i love anything vintage you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so this is like outside texas so what did he say what it meant about what it was he said yeah the best place to be Mm -hmm. in texas is outside and what? that they could encourage people to go outside. Oh, I see that. And be part of the nature, be part of the yeah. environment. You know, just go outside. Just so they travel, said, basically. Yeah, travel or just mm-hmm. really be the outdoors. He's saying okay. that he, their their brand promotes people to go go outdoors and experience mm, the outdoors. I love it. Okay. Yeah, even I even mentioned it about you know this pickup or mm-hmm. whatever um, on the podcast I was on True Favorites mm-hmm. and. You know, he evaluated the brand. Mm. He was like, hold on, hold on. He went to the website looking mm-hmm. for it and he said, okay, it seems like their target audience are people who are already outside. <laughs> he says, are they doing any type of programs where they're trying to get kids outside or, yeah. you know, people who usually don't go outside to get them to go outside? Like mm-hmm. that to me would be more of a purpose of why I would purchase something like that. Right, right. You know, because um, I said, it's a good brand, but what threw me off is the price, you know? Yeah, well, they were low. It's a little price. It was, look, a tad high, you yeah, know? Yeah, like but, this t-shirt I got on ain't got no sleeves and it's cropped. And mm-hmm. this is what, like 25 bucks? Yeah. And and on top of that. Half of a t-shirt. <laughs> you know, um, I was a little bit trigger happy when it came to like picking stuff, right? I'm like, I like this, like that. And yeah. then with that, this is something that people who are in sales, who know about mm-hmm. the whole thing is that if someone's a little bit drunk off whatever they already got, like, right, right. you know, um, intoxicated on like whatever money they're about to spend. Mm-hmm. You don't really want to stop them. You don't no, really want to start telling them, Hey, this is this price. Hey, this is that price. Cause exactly. it might, it might have them thinking about their decisions. Right. Right. So in the entire time, which was about five minutes we were there, mm-hmm. 
You're explaining explain the brand, showing this, showing that. Nowhere, anywhere did they have a um, price tag. No, they didn't. You know, and then at the end when I was paying, um, I didn't know what the price was until he's right about to swipe it. Yeah. You know, I was just like, and he said, I'll be 54 or something, something. I was like, damn, this is high. I know we had about two pieces. Yeah. I was like, I had in a shirt, you know, 55, <laughs> you know, I'm like, but it's all good. You know, I like it. Yeah. You know, um, but there is a certain price before you're like. I'm not sure if I want to take it that far. You yeah, know? If, if I would have known the shirt was 25, I would have told you, nah, don't worry about it, babe. Don't get it for me. Mm -hmm. You go ahead and get your hat. I know you like the hat. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm thinking the shirt is like 15 because it ain't even a full shirt. Mm -hmm. I ain't got no, <laughs> you know, I ain't got no sleeves on it and it's cropped. So I'm thinking it can't be no more than $15. I like those type of shirts because. My muscle shirts. Yeah. So muscles. if you're just listening, which, you know, it's a sleeveless. Mm -hmm. Shirt, so it's a it's a regular t shirt, but it comes sleeveless. I guess not comes sleeve. You think they cut it themselves? No, it, it comes sleeveless. You think they bought it like that? Well, no, they may have cut it themselves. I used to make t shirts like this back in the yeah, day. Yeah, I know. I used to make one one of my favorite shirts is that one. I know your muscle shirt. It's just Hollywood, right? Because <laughs> when I wear it, I go Hollywood. What's Come up, on, Hollywood? Yeah, and you know, for um, a tattered shirt, I would think that they would a tattered shirt. <laughs> they would charge. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a discounted price or just because yeah. like, what I thought would be a good price for those for the hat, 20. Mm -hmm. That's a no brainer because I know these yeah. trucker hats are like $3. Yeah, right. You right. know, like if you go to I even have this book right here. the Logo Yeah, where we get all the books. Yeah. You're talking about $3, $4 for a trucker hat mm -hmm. to get it printed and, and bordered. Right, right. And this is a patch. So they already purchased that. I was about that. to say, yeah, exactly. That's the so patch. That that right there is like $2 that they buy it in bulk. Right, So right. this hat probably costs them 6 $7. And they're over here selling it for 25. 25. So I'm like, you going three times? Multiple was good. Well, it was two of them standing there, so they got to split it. Yeah, it's true. You but know. you know, a lot of that is because, you know, some people, they gourmetify their mm -hmm. brand when of they, course. it was a little too early to gourmet it, you know? Because yeah. those, because look, I feel like if you don't earn it, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, as far as like building out your brand through time. Yeah. But then you say, I'm going to call it gourmet. I'm going to do the branding to make it like this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do all these things to make it look a certain way. So right, therefore right. it could add value, but that's not real value. Exactly. You know, you, exactly. you've heard that whole, um, <clears throat> the, you know, the difference between the sizzle and the steak. Mm -mm. Like when you go to a restaurant, mm -hmm. you know, that sizzle, the yes. things that get everyone's attention. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. The sizzle could be all good. Right. But the steak is what matters. That's the steak true. has to actually taste good. Exactly. You can't ignore the steak. So I feel like sometimes people are more focused on like, the sizzle yeah. than they are the steak, that you know? Okay. So I feel like in this case, not just this case, but a lot of people who trying to like gourmet their, you know, make um, gourmet hot dogs or <laughs> things like that. I'm like, yeah. well, before you charge me $15 for a hot dog, make sure that it's the quality, yeah, oh. <laughs> that no, the quality that, you know, everything in it yeah. is like top, top, top level. Right. Don't just make it seem as if, you know, the process and, you know, you, 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 you bought it from Kroger. That's, you know, you put these things, basic ingredients into it. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you can call it gourmet. You right, know? Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, I enjoyed the pieces. I, I like it. I think it's pretty cool. It's pretty dope. I, I love it. I love the brand. I love everything about yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. And you know, it, they're right because, you know, I'm not obviously from Texas. So I'm always like trying to figure out different things for us to do. Mm -hmm. And you, it, Texas is so big. Like it takes you like eight hours to get to a different city or whatever in yeah. Texas. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like, we should definitely not stay in our little bubble of like visiting all the popular cities mm -hmm. or is it cities? Yeah. Yeah. Like Dallas and like Houston and Austin and San Antonio, like venture out because you can do hiking. You can do, 
uh, I don't know. It, it, they're mountains, right? Yeah, yeah. A like bunch. There, there's a lot. There's like, isn't there like this white sand desert or something? I don't know. It's just a lot of Texas like, is gigantic. It's gigantic, and there's so much stuff to do. Great experiences where you don't have to go outside of Texas to get these experiences. So definitely, um, I feel like everybody should just like take the time out, go outdoors, and just travel a little. Yeah, bit. I actually believed in that. You know, like going outdoors, mm-hmm. experiencing it, and then. You know, finding the outdoors in your own city. You don't have to really go other places. But because, you know, I haven't been to San Antonio before. No. (laughs) Yeah, I've never been. Oh, I've been maybe once. I don't really remember it. I was younger. Like the river walk thing. I've done that before. My mom actually went a couple of months ago, but I've I've been a long time ago, but I can't even tell you anything about it. Oh, yeah. But we should go. We should definitely plan like a weekend. Not even a weekend. Just like two days back to back. Maybe during a weekday we can go. We got good news today that um, Bly will be getting her braces off. In a month, right? In one month. Are you on? Yeah. I'm excited. What you gonna do? Like, what are we gonna do to celebrate? Uh, Go eat a steak I'm or something? Smi- no, it's gonna be too hard for me to eat a steak. Uh, eat some Snickers. Or like, what do you no. like? What is it that you couldn't have done with or without? You know what I mean? Bite into an apple. Oh, you could. You haven't bitten into an apple. No, I can't bite into an apple. But I don't know how it's gonna be with my teeth when my braces come off. I feel like my teeth are gonna be sensitive. You know, yeah, like yeah. I gotta get used to chewing all over again. But yeah, I had my appointment today and. They were like, things look great. So I got these weird rubber bands in. I don't know if you guys can see, but um, yeah, I have to wear it for a month. I already got my uh, molding for my retainers, my permanent wow. retainers. So I'll be getting that um, next month. I'll be getting, I guess, the braces off. And then I have to go back for like a cleaning. And then I'll go back for like, I don't know, retainer and stuff. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff that I have to do in November. But I'm ex- I mean, in December. I'm excited because I said, you know, by the end of this year or January at the latest, they looked at my teeth. They said, everything looks great. They even asked me, how do you feel about it? I was like, you know what? I love it. I'm good. Let's let's get them off. So, so you feel better? I feel better. Yeah, I feel much better. So I'm excited. And then it's even crazier because I even told them. I was like, yeah, my sister was here this past weekend. And before she came, she told me that she had a surprise for us. Mm-hmm. Us as in, you know, me, Michael, and the boys. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I'm excited. I love surprises. <laughs> she shows up. And she came the night we were out, so we didn't get to see her that night. But that morning when we woke up, she walks up to me. She's like, hey, good morning. And she has a mouthful of braces. I was like, oh, I can't have nothing to myself. You think that's what it is? Because, you know, you're the older sister. I'm the big sister. Yeah. And, you know, usually when I feel like sometimes when you're like one step ahead of like, let's say, taking care of yourself or, you know, like starting a family or whatever Mm -hmm, it is mm -hmm. that you're like. I could do that too, you know? I think that's what it was. I mean, she's she's talked about having braces before like a long, long, long time ago, but I didn't think she was going to get it like now, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I never heard her say anything about getting braces. So it was just so weird seeing her because people already say we look alike. Now we really look alike because we both have braces. Yeah, but this was um, oh, an odd surprise to me because I would think that you just casually tell somebody like, hey, I'm thinking yeah. about getting braces or I'm going to get braces. No. But then you're like, how you keep that secret for? Well, she kept the secret because me and my sister, we're really close and we talk pretty much every day through text mm-hmm. and we'll talk on the weekends um, on the phone because she, she's a teacher. So she never has time to talk on the phone during the week. So we'll talk on the weekends. But I remember mentioning to you, I was like, I haven't talked to my sister in like two weeks, mm-hmm. you know, on the phone. And I was like, well, maybe she's just busy. I know she's moving this and this and that. But the real reason was because she had braces and she was trying to hide it from me. And so the one time I did talk to her on the phone before she came to Dallas, it was like real short, like, oh, you know, I was just calling to see how y'all doing. Okay, cool. I got this meeting. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know, but then when she gets here, she 
has the braces. I don't know if you guys know, but when you first get braces, you have this weird like lisp mm-hmm. that you can't speak correctly. Your lips are constantly like curling. You're just trying to get used to like the brackets in your mouth. And she had a really bad lips lisp and you know, she couldn't like move her lips. So I was like, that's why you didn't call me the past three weeks because you just got braces and you wanted to keep this as a surprise. So surprise. Yeah. When she surprised me with this, she like, hey, look at me. And I was just like, Oh wow. She's like, I got, I got braces too. And I, you know, and I'm trying not, cause you know, when I, when you're looking at someone, I have to really put my mind in a different place where, you know, cause my lips are like, Try not to laugh. Yeah, because I had these light little quivers oh <laughs> on my, my lip. God. And she's talking. She's like, yeah, I can't really eat anything. I can't eat apples. And I was like, is this how Bly talked and looked whenever yeah, she got hers? I remember? That's crazy. When I first got the braces, I had a bad lisp. I, it was just so bad. And then I kept curling my mm-hmm. lips over my brackets, you know, because mm-hmm. it kept getting caught. It was just a weird time. Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> more power to her because, you know, hopefully, you know, it's not too long for her because I know that the whole yeah. braces experience is just probably one of the worst. Well, they told her 18 months, which is the same thing they told me. But her teeth, were th- they were already It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She said she had an overbite, but I, didn't, I never noticed the overbite. So whatever she's fixing, I mean, her teeth are already great. So I don't think she would even have it on that long. But my, my teeth were, I did have a really bad overbite. But it's crazy because I actually enjoyed and loved my smile. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's just confidence, though. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just a little I'm, I'm very, I'm, I'm very scared. pro- do what you got to do, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like when people talked about, like, shaming, like, well, one woman was talking about, you know, like, we need to get back into uh, promoting, like, natural bodies and mm. da 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 not, like, everyone trying to be plastic, which I yeah. agree with, I agree, right? too. I was about to say, I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then also, mm-hmm. I'm pro, hey, look, if you want, whatever makes you happy, exactly. do what you need to do exactly. to find your happiness. I could care less. Yes. I'm not going to judge you. So it's more yes. in that sense that, yeah, I do think that we should promote, like, Natural Hel- bodies. Yeah, natural, healthy bodies. Yes. So therefore, people don't feel that they have to do that. Mm-hmm. But then also, if people feel that they have to do that, they can. It's on them. But you know. See, the problem is, I know for me because I am a natural built woman. Um, you know, society puts a pressure on you because I am so slim and I'm so tall and I'm not curvaceous. You know, you post a picture, and I'm not saying it happened to me, but I, it happens to people that I know. You post a picture and they'll say, oh, you, you're too skinny or you need to eat more mm-hmm, or, mm-hmm. you know, you need to gain some weight or you you don't have no curves. You're just mm-hmm. a stick up and down. You know, you hear those things. And, you know, people say that to me too all the time, like people that are close to me that I know, you know, that are friends or family, whatever. But I've always been thin. I don't know anything other than my thin frame. So I don't take offense to it because I'm actually proud of, you know, my thin frame. I'm okay with that. But, you know, it's like it makes you think, like, should I, you know, get yeah, a boob yeah, job? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Or should I, you know, move some fat around to create some curves? Like, it really does put some insecurity in you to 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 look the way other girls look. Mm-hmm. Because we talk about this all the time. We'll watch old movies. Like, we watched Boomerang not mm-hmm. too long ago. And... Every girl in that movie was skinny. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like no curvaceous, no Kim Kardashian. It, no, it, it has changed. It has changed. And I'm like, how do we go from, you know, Halle Berry was just like this beautiful, thin girl. And uh, Robin Givens was, you know, thin. And not saying that 
thin is in or thin is beautiful, but I'm just saying, how do we go from, you know, that to you must have curves? Like, Jackie, you have to have a... You have to have... Like, like a super small, small waist. waist. You got the waist trainers. Yeah, big, big booty. Hips and butt. Big, big chest. Boobs. And I get it because it looks great on some women. Like, we know women personally who look amazing, and I can't even picture them any other way. But it's just like, how do we go from... You know what it was back in the day, like I don't know, like Jada Pinkin and Aaliyah, and you know the thin frame ones too. Like I don't know, very curvaceous. And I even remember back then watching like In Living Color or watching Girlfriends. I thought like J Lo had a big butt. I was mm-hmm. like, dang, her butt is big, but you know she's beautiful. Or even like Tracy Ellis Ross. I used to think on Girlfriends, I'm like, look, she's hiding her butt because she has a big butt, but she's kind of like insecure about it. But it's like you went from that to. What we have now, like, you know, the Nicki Minaj and um, I don't know, whoever else got a big old booty. It's just like, it's crazy because when you put J-Lo and Nicki Minaj next to mm-hmm. each other, J-Lo butt looks so small. Yeah, but in that in that show, uh, Girlfriend, mm-hmm. Joan's friend, won't, uh, you talking about the... Which one? Lynn? The one who, no, not Lynn. Oh, which the dark, one? The dark-skinned girl, long hair. Tony? Tony, Tony? yeah. Mm-hmm. She has a big chest, she and does. she always flaunted she it did. on there. And she's l- l- kind of curvy on yeah, there. So I feel like yeah, yeah. it was kind of, you know, there, people were out there with it, you right. know? But I felt like her boobs may have been natural, though. I think she was naturally um, gifted with big boobs. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, the girls now who are getting, like, the implants and the big butts and the hips. And, you know, it's just like... I'm all for it. You know, if you want to do it, go ahead and do it. If, if you feel confident with it, go ahead and, and, and do it. Like, I'm not against it at all. But don't body shame the girls who do have natural bodies. Because I do remember uh, Karuchi. Yeah. You know, she's so thin and skinny and short and petite. She even came out and said that... Um, she wanted to get a boob job because she felt pressured from the media and from, you know, people just saying that, oh, you're so small, you're so skinny, you're flat chested. And she's just like, she was confident with the way she looked. But then it was like people put this thought in, into her brain, like, no, you need to be more curvy to be a woman. And that's what I don't like. Yeah. I don't like that. So Yeah. And, that, and, you know, is it that, okay, I feel that maybe Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. is maybe not getting enough credit for kind of starting, starting this, whole, this whole thing. Yeah, because oh it's, it's until she came out that she was, I would say, like the poster child of this getting work done. You know I what I mean? I think so, too. Yeah, but the, the weird thing is she denies it to this day. That she was the poster child for that? No, that she got work done. You know, she keeps saying, no, my butt is real. She came There's out. There's no way. That's just. I know. She, and it could be real. It could just be fat transfer. You know, you mm-hmm. take fat from one place and you put it in another spot and you just automatically be like, no, this is real. because Technically it's, real, if you're te- saying You know that. what I mean? Yeah, but you weren't like shaped like that. You weren't, I'm not going to say born that way because obviously you weren't born that way. But that wasn't like given to you by mm-hmm. God. You know what I'm saying? You weren't created in that way. So See, that's a nuance. People are like, I'm technically real. You know, they're not going to say, yeah. hey, I'm technically real. They're going to be like. No, I'm real because, you know, when someone says, mm-hmm. oh, is that your hair? You can say, yes, it is technically because I purchased it. I purchased it. it, exactly. But then, you know, the real answer, what they're mm-hmm. really asking for. But, exactly. you know, there's a loophole there, you know. Exactly. Like Queen Naja, I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. She she got her body done, too. Yeah. After she had her baby and, you know, people were like kind of going in on it. Like, why did you get your body done? But to her, it's like it's real. Technically, she just took the fat out of her stomach or wherever she gained it at after she had a baby and put it where she wanted it wanted it to go which created more curves and more butt like she's like banging you know small waist but that's cuz she was just like you know mm-hmm. cut to look like that but so. you know I'm seeing um which I don't think anything's wrong with that either you know no, I don't either you I know plan, um I plan on doing the exact same thing <laughs> you know they it's funny cuz um <laughs> I was talking to Addie and he was talking about how 
you know, um, if you mention about like, hey, I'm going to surgery as a man, mm-hmm. like you automatically think it's like a procedure. Oh, you I see, see what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't think like, oh, he's about to get like a Plastic penis extension, you know, like a penis <laughs> extension or something. You know what I mean? Like calf implant. Yeah, or like new muscle. <laughs> Six pack, yeah. six pack sculpted into your stomach. <laughs> when a girl says, I'm going, you know, under surgery, you oh, automatically you think, already know. you know, like, you want to get your boobs done today? You see what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, that because mm-hmm. there's nothing that men go like, think about it. Like people talk about with men, like how we, we have to have good skin yeah, because we have no makeup option, you know, exactly. unless you got a lot of money, that's makeup, you mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. as far as like your skin, we don't have all those options. You know, a man could just. You know, watch you know, watch his favorite you know with dish soap, you know, and it'll be <laughs> all good. And and girls are like, I wish it was that easy for me. It's yeah, like y'all too. have all these products, you have all this, and there Man. is a double standard when it comes to huge double standard. You know, like because I would love to give me, you know, um, a super ex, a super extendo and uh, oh extra muscles, God. but why would I want to? You know, I don't, why would you want? to? I know, but I don't, I'm not saying for myself. Okay, actually, I'm saying sure. that <laughs> the double standard exists where right, right. You know, if a man was like going to go to get surgery, yeah. you'd be like, what is wrong with you? Like, what's going on? Well, you know, because you guys get surgery on things that you don't need surgery on. Like, you know, a six pack, you could actually work to get a six pack. But I guess you could say the same thing for women. Like, I, I get the breast implants. Like, if you don't have any boobs and, you know, that's what makes you feel like a woman. And I get that. But when you start getting like calf implants. Cal- yeah, calf implants. I think that's uh, kind of bi- Like bicep implants. Yeah. You know, or some people who really want to look like a Barbie. They don't want to get things like sculpted and all that. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, it is what it is. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just a different world that we live in. Like just watching those old movies, especially Boomerang. I'm just like, how do we go from that to this? Like, I just don't, I don't get it. You know, how Mm -hmm. did we turn into little marching ants? You You didn't see the, you didn't see the the, happening with like tip drill. I mean, yeah. Like, it's, it slowly well, started coming in. Yeah, you had girls with big butts, but a lot of the times, like, back in the early 2000s. Not mainstream, though. No, but they were natural butts. No, what I'm saying is the 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 big raw booties or the, mm-hmm. you know, the chest being flaunted or anything yeah. like that wasn't something that they would put on mainstream TV or mainstream right, shows right. or videos like that until, right. you know, because, like. Well, not that it's being flaunted. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that it's, it's real versus fake. Mm-hmm. So I get the flaunted part. Yeah, they flaunted it like BET uncut I see what you're saying. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. But it's just like what's real was fake. You mm-hmm. know, back when we were watching Boomerang, that was real bodies. Yeah. You know, that wasn't altered. That wasn't implants. That, and it was desirable. I mm-hmm. mean, it, obviously it is a movie. But if you watch a lot of movies in that area, it was like those type of women were desired. But now it's like if you ain't got no butt, if you ain't got no boobs, if you ain't got no curves, a man ain't even looking your way. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. they don't even, that's not what's desirable anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like, how do we go from that type of body type, let's just say Halle Berry, to like now to I don't want you know put on blast Nicki Minaj. I don't want to keep using her as, a, as an example. But Cardi B. Cardi B. Yeah. How do we go from that to that? Mm-hmm. You know. How do we go from J Lo to Cardi B? Mm-hmm. You know how? Mm-hmm. Like how did that? How did that become? Yeah, I wonder. More desirable Cardi B than than J. Even though J Lo is still a desirable woman, but women ain't getting surgery to look like J Lo. They getting surgery to look like. Lil Kim and Cardi B and all these other girls. So it's like, how do we do that? You know, I, I am interested in to see if someone would do a documentary or something like that. That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. Cause you yeah. know, um, Chris Rock did the one on hair mm-hmm. and yeah. that was good. Yeah. Um, but I would love to see the, this one about like bodies or whatever. Yeah. Right. I would love to see that too. Yeah. I got a, I got a word. I think you'll like. What's that? Innoxious. What? No, not innoxious. Yeah. Um, unctuous. Oh, unctuous. Yeah. Like, Okay, unk, 
Unctuous. Yeah. Okay, cool. Unctuous. What does that mean? Okay, if someone's unctuous towards you, mm-hmm. right, that means that, okay, you see, you probably get this a lot, probably with a lot of women too, Uh-oh. is that they had, uh, when a guy admires you, talking mm-hmm. really charming, doing mm-hmm. all this, um, that's unctuous. He's being unctuous towards you because you feel like he's trying to get something out of you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come off as genuine. It's coming, coming oh, off yeah. as like disingenuine. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to be a smooth talker or this or someone's like, Oh my God, Michael, you're so smart and you're so this. It's kind of like, are you being for real? Because all these compliments are coming off like, like you're like just trying to get me like, like just be my good, like be on my good side. You right, know what? Exactly. Well, you know when you're trying to get on someone's good side, you do mm-hmm. all these little fake things. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Unctuous. Oh, when you're unctuous towards somebody, yeah, you're really kind of like, you know, trying to play them, trying to like. I wouldn't say gotcha. manipulate them, but you're yeah. trying to influence them that they're like, wow. You're so beautiful. You're so smart. You're so you're such a warrior. And you're like, are you really saying that because like, I am? Or are you just trying but, to get on my good side? Or you know what I mean? Do like, you need, do you need money? <laughs> <laughs> or do you need money for real? You need to borrow money. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, it's real. So that's funny. Anything else you like to share with the people? No, that's it. It was a good episode as always. I love talking to you guys. I'll be here next week. That's for sure. It was great. Mm-hmm. And hopefully by the next time we join you all. So. We'll have some results. Some we'll results. have a president. Yeah. <laughs> so appreciate y'all joining us. Yes. We love y'all. We'll see y'all later. Peace. Peace out. Remember, if anything starts to get to you negative at all, remind yourself that you could change the subject with yourself. Just change the subject. Peace out.